for more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Baseman Freddie Atchikar will bat with one out, nobody on. BYU with two runs on five hits, no errors. Oregon State, two runs on two hits, no errors. The first pitch to Freddie. High ball one. Freddie did a good job his first at-bat, staying inside it and just hitting a nice soft line drive over short for a hit. The 1-0. Ground ball, foul. Just foul of first base. So one and one. How many layers do you have on right now, by the way? Uh, do you really want to know? Yep. With the sweatshirt that I just put on, <laughs> I have four. Four layers, okay. Four. And I have, a, I have a fifth and sixth layer if I need to go there. <laughs> and the beanie and the gloves. I'm working on one, two, three. I have four layers. <laughs> I have four layers. The 1-1 pitch to Freddie. Misses low, two balls and one strike. Yeah, but your, your little jacket you have on there, Yeah, we got to get you a better jacket than that. Just seems like it's like just a little winter coat, you know, like a little brisk 50-degree day winter coat. You would be surprised. Ground ball chopped foul. This coat, while it is a lightweight <laughs> jacket, it is the warmest thing. You would not believe it. The best part about it, $15. Okay. I see you. I see you working. So, there you it's go. really starting to come down now. It Jeff. really is, which makes me even more happy that we are in a covered area. Pitch in the dirt. Well, now three balls and two strikes to Freddie Atchikar. I was a little worried when we first when I first heard we were going to be outside that I'm like, oh, we're going to be out in the elements and with umbrellas and all fun. But we do have a little covered. Yeah, it's starting to come down a lot harder now. My goodness. It almost looks like snow flurries from where we're standing. Payoff pitch to Atchikar. Well, so now the pops it up be a tough behind play. home plate. Clanch back to make the catch. Right in front of the Beavers sign. That's not an easy play. He's looking dread directly into the rain yep. as it's coming down and able to make that play. Clanch is the real deal. He had the one mishap today, the pass ball that we scored on. But other than that, he, he really can block and catch. Danny Jelilich, his second at bat, struck out looking in the second inning. The first pitch from Jerpy. Danny. Looking to bunt his way on. And that's the part Bunt's of the game. That's one. the part of the game he has to do well. You have this elite speed. you got to be able to bunt the ball right there. That was a pitch that you should have been able to put down. If he just gets it down, it's going to be a bang-bang close play at first every single time. I mean, Shep, his speed is elite. But speed doesn't matter if you can't put the ball in play, right? you got to find ways. No balls, one strike, two outs, base is empty. The pitch to Danny. Strike two. The swing and miss. Well, he's, he's starting, Jerpy's starting to throw more breaking balls this, this inning. Got hit around with his fastball, and now he's going to that breaking ball a lot more. The 0-2 pitch to Jelilich. Swing and a miss, strike two. And that will retire the Cougars in the top of the fourth. We are still tied at two apiece on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. Cy Nielsen back out to pitch the bottom of the fourth, currently at 44 pitches. Cy, so far, has given up two hits, two runs, both earned, two walks, and four strikeouts. He's helped his team. Had a three Keep up, this 2-2. Two, two. Inning last inning. Fantastic work. And the first pitch to Matthew Gretler is in for strike one. And that's been the difference in the last inning and a half is he's been starting guys out with strike yeah, one exactly. as opposed to falling behind with ball one and two. That's the key right there. Get ahead. Nielsen with the 0-1. That misses. One ball and one strike. Yeah, when you get ahead strike one, you just put so much more pressure on the hitter. You have so many more, you know, pitches you can go to, and you know, in those spots if you can get strike one. Gretler walked in the second inning. The one-one. 
I tell you what. Missed, but not by much. And Valdez tried to frame that pitch. Five or six pitches this game for Cy that that Valdez is stuck. That It's like, man, that looks like a strike. Two and one the count to Gretler. Can't complain because for our view, it's really hard to tell how where Valdez really was setting up. The 2-1 pitch. Strike two, swing and a miss. Yeah, we are in right field. We are past first base. Are we, though? I think I'm, we're in deep first. Deep first <laughs> or shallow right? <laughs> I like deep first, yeah. though. We're going to start using that one. That's not bad. 2-2 pitch from Cy. Fouled out of play, and the count will stay 2-2. Two and two. So, I mean, where you're at, you're like even with Freddie, aren't you? Um, sort of? Sort of. Even sort with Deming, of. maybe? Um, I'm basically even with where the Shout dirt turf deep, becomes deep grass. Deep first. The 2-2 misses and now a full count. Fine, we're going to call it deep first. <laughs> uh, baseball purists are going to be like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> you guys are morons. Full count here for Cy. Three balls, two strikes to the leadoff man, Matthew Kretler. 2-2 ball game here in the bottom of the fourth. The payoff pitch. Strike three looking. Love it. And Cy loved that one. The first out here in the bottom of the fourth inning is Matthew Gretler on the strikeout. Gretler's already, like, turning to toss his his bat to the dugout. And and Abe didn't even move his glove. I don't know where he thought that pitch was. But that's a big full count pitch right there. Andy Armstrong will bat with one out and nobody on. Do need to give a shout out to head coach Mike Littlewood for allowing me to use uh, extra pair of gloves he has. Swing and a miss by Armstrong. Strike one. Yeah, coach is always taking care of you. I think this is the second time he's let you use his gloves. What was his uh, What was his instructions to you before giving them to me? Please don't wipe your nose with my gloves. <laughs> <laughs> COVID friendly here. Come on. The 0-1 pitch misses one ball and one strike. Coach is too good to you, like way too good to you. I'm surprised he didn't have the bus like personally drop you off here earlier. Yeah, I walked over no, that a couple blocks I made you walk. in the rain around all the robots. Freaked me out. Yeah. The 1-1 pitch. Two balls and one strike. And no, I'm not referencing the student body as robots. Yeah. There are actual robots that walk around and deliver food here on campus. Not making that up. Yeah, you guys need to Google, like, Oregon State food robots. And <laughs> I'm telling you, it's unbelievable. Look, it's- this is how Skynet starts, okay? <laughs> yeah. We are inching closer to the Terminator with these robots. The 2-1 in for strike two. Good slider right there. Backdoor slider for called strike two. They literally have these little mini robots that you put food in that it, it can keep it hot or cold, depending on what you ordered. And, and they drive it to your dorm room or your apartment around town. It's I have no idea how it knows. It's it's really kind of creepy. The 2-2 pitch. Oh, man. Yeah, Armstrong stays alive, got a piece, fouls it off. That was a good slider. He barely fouled tipped that. But, yeah, I, I don't know how you use it, and I don't know where you go to order from, but I really want to – there is an app. Okay, I, I, I hear there's an I, app. I hear there's an app for yeah, that. I hear that, Yes. Yeah. Well, they're all over the place here on campus. It's unbelievable. I almost hopped on one to see if he'd take me over here to the stadium. 2-2 pitch. Misses. Now a full count to Andy Armstrong. Tried to go fastball. Elevated there, and Armstrong was able to hold up just barely, though. The rain continuing to fall here at Goss Stadium. Goes without saying that in the Pacific Northwest, they're used to weather like this. The payoff pitch... Come get it. High fly ball into shallow right. Jelilich slides and can't make the catch. There may have been some miscommunication from Deming at second, who was moving back. Jelly was moving forward, could not come up with the sliding catch. And now Armstrong is at second base with one out. Well, Deming Deming was underneath that. He got called off, and Jelly comes in sliding, and I don't know how he dropped it, but... When he slid, must have lost vision, and sure enough, it drops for a hustle double there, which, man, that's a tough break because that should be out number two of this inning. Now the go-ahead runner in scoring position. 
The batter will be Garrett Forrester with one out and a runner at second base. Forrester was hit by a pitch in the second inning. So it says it feels like 41 right now. Timeout called by the batter, Garrett Forrester. 90% humidity. Only five, six-mile-an-hour winds, but it is a steady rain. Yeah, if the wind picks up, that's going to be bone-chilling. The first pitch to Forrester in the dirt, ball one. We need to have some of those robots bring over some of those hand warmers. I'm just glad that we're not in the rain. Those guys out there on the field right now are playing through it. It doesn't look like it's phasing them, and possibly on that on that slide there, Jelly, the rain could have played some effect there. Nielsen looks back at second, and that delivers the 1-0, and misses 2-0 now to a Forrester. So he hit Forrester with a slider and a foot last time up, then was able to work out of a jam. But another big spot here, runner in scoring position with one out, 2-0 count. Side takes a long look in to his catcher, Valdez. Gets the sign, sets, looks back at second, kicks and delivers the 2-0. Now three balls and no strikes to Forrester. Sai a little upset with himself. Yeah, he went 2-0 slider there, and he wasn't able to get him to bite. Coach Shaw was calling that for a, a called, like, Coach Shaw has multiple different, you know, locations that he calls the pitches there, and that was a location for a called strike, and he just overbroke there and ended up getting too low. 2-2 ball game in the bottom of the fourth. 3-0 count. Nielsen delivers to Forrester, strike one. Well, this is a dangerous spot here, 3-1. Good power hitter up. You do have first base open. And then you've got the number nine hitter, Jacob Melton, who did strike out in the second inning. I don't think Cy wants to let Forrester off the hook just yet. The 3-1 on its way, and that misses ball four. So Forrester has been on base twice, a hit by pitch, and now a walk. Well, you got a guy that has two at-bats that came into the season. You know, he's one for two with a double, and you hate to give him two free passes. The first one didn't hurt. But and the one thing about this free pass is now it is, you know, double play situation with first and second instead of a runner at just second. So he gets a ground ball here. He can get out of this, this inning. One out, runners at first and second. Melton, the number nine hitter. And we saw that Melton runs well. We yes, saw he that does. last night. He had infield single. Hitting 438. The first pitch to Melton. A liner into center field. The catch is made Nicely by McIntyre for the second out and a quick throw in. Neither runner advancing. And that's a big out for yes, the Cougars. It's a huge out. He hit that well, just right at Mitch. A slider there that he stayed on. Hit it right back up the middle, but Mitch was played perfectly. I just assume wherever the ball is hit, if it's in the vicinity of Mitch McIntyre, he's going to make the play. Absolutely. His speed, his athleticism. So two outs, still runners at first and second. Side trying to keep this a 2-2 ball game and send us to the top of the fifth inning. Preston Jones, the leadoff man at the plate. The first pitch to Jones, and therefore strike one. The scoreboard said he's one for one with a walk, but it's 0 for one in my mind because that was a brutal base hit call they gave him on the first pitch of the game, second pitch of the game, but the air at third, they called it a hit. I'm not going to give that one up, Chef. <laughs> I'm not going to. Well, I'm going to assume if they were going to change it, they would have done it a long time ago. So yeah, I think be, you're going to have to live with that You can still one. change it postgame. There's going to be a conversation. Okay. No, I can I? Will you at least video that in case <laughs> yeah. I'm not around? <laughs> That's just a common sense ruling right there. No balls, one strike, two outs, two on. The 0-1 pitch. Misses low, 1-1 one one now to Preston Jones. What's up to close to 60 pitches now? 
Size pitch count. My computer has gone to sleep. 64. Do have uh, a couple of guys in the bullpen ready. Come on, Cy. Find a way right here. One ball, one strike. Two outs and two on. 2-2 two -two ball game in the bottom of the fourth. Nielsen looks back at second. And now delivers to Jones. Check swing. And ball two. The rain looks like it's lightened up just a little bit. Again, no fans here at Goss Stadium. The 2-1 pitch. Nice pitch as Preston Jones looks at strike two. Yeah, he didn't like it. He's looking back, shaking his head, but it was a good inside fastball. I think it was more of a surprise him right there. He was sitting off speed. Big 2-2 pitch here. See if he'll go that slider down or try to come back in with that fastball. Good speed at second. Really good speed at the plate, so you got to get rid of it. Bottom of the fourth, and a 2-2 count to Jones. Nielsen pitches and fouled off by Jones. Two balls and two strikes. The count will remain. Jones from Vancouver, Washington, a 5'11", 198-pound senior. Will do the 2-2 pitch again. Runners at first and second and two outs. Swing and a Great miss. Job. Strike three. Cy Nielsen picking up another K. And we are still tied at two heading to the top of the fifth on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. An ID momentarily. Jerpy, the 0 1. Valdez, a ground ball to short, over to first in time, one away. All right, let's pause 10 seconds for station ID on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Radio on 107.9 FM KUMT Randolph. You're listening to Cougar Baseball on BYU Radio. All right, back to the top of the order with one out, nobody on. Andrew Pintar batting here in the top of the fifth, 2-2 ball game. And he looks at strike one from Jerpy. Jerpy nearing 70 pitches here in the top of the fifth. Well, Pintar grounded out to short and then had a sack bunt his last time up. Pitch misses, ball one, so one and one, two penny. Jerpy delivering the 1-1 in the dirt. Gets past Clonch. 2-1. Two 2-2 two ball game here from Corvallis, Oregon. Game two of the three-game series. The 2-2 pitch at pitch high. And another ball. They gets past Clonch, couldn't get a glove on it. You can tell that with nobody on base, Clonch just, like, doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't try to block it or, hey, you know, obviously with the runner on base, he gives all the effort in the world, but he didn't even try on those two pitches. The 3-1 pitch to Pintar. Strike two, and now a full count to the yeah. Cougar leadoff hitter. Good take there. Low fastball running away from him. Now you battle with two strikes. Jerpy with the payoff pitch. Excuse uh, ball four me, right yeah. there. Yeah, caught, caught him off guard there. Fastball up and in. It, like you were gonna say, excuse me, swing. Yep, right. That's right. Fouled been, it off. It's a tough one to hang uh, to to lay off. Three balls, two strikes. We'll do it again. The three-two on its way outside and a one-out walk for Andrew Pintar. Nicely done. That'll bring in the center fielder, Mitch McIntyre. McIntyre, 
One for two. Struck out looking in the first inning, and then a single in the third. Uh, Oregon State has a right-hander going in the bullpen now. Runner at first, one out. The first pitch to McIntyre, high ball one. Up to 80 pitches now. The stat broadcast is showing 76, but that's usually a pitch or two behind for a second or two. So he is nearing 80 pitches, yes. One ball, no strikes to McIntyre. And the pitch to Mitch. <laughs> Misses. 2-0. and Oh, Clocky would be proud of that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and now timeout is called. Clonch is going to run out and talk with Cooper Jerpy. So Mitch is batting 286 on the year. Okay, He has 10 hits, two RBIs. He has six walks on the year. Okay, two doubles and a triple and a stolen base. The thing about Mitch that impresses me this year, Shep, is last year he was trying to do so much that he was striking out a ton. This year, his strikeout numbers are down, his walk numbers are up, and he's just trying to hit the ball where it's pitched, not trying to hit for power, and, and doing a really good job. We've also seen him on the mound look dominant. Just doesn't give up runs. Two balls, no strikes to McIntyre. Jerpy delivers the 2-0. A hard-hit ball into the gap in right center. The right fielder over Man. to make the catch. That ball looked like it was going to get down. That was a laser, and the right fielder, McMahon, in a full sprint, able to make the catch. Pintar able to get back to first and not get doubled up. So now two outs. That ball was crushed, yeah. Yes, it was. I thought that was going to get down easily. Yeah. That was a great play by Kyler McMahon. Yeah, that ball was absolutely crushed. Great play. Right fielder went a long way up against the wall to catch that. Saved a run because that, that gets behind him. Pintar scores. Without question. No question about it. Deming at the plate. Looks at ball one. Now with two outs and still a runner at first base. That's what you do with a 2-0 count, right? You get a pitch to hit and you just put a good swing on it. That's what Mitch did. Again, that's another spot where it's not going to show anything because it's just, an, it's just an out in the book. But we know that that was a great at-bat by Mitch. The 1-0 fouled back. Now 1-1 one one to today's second baseman, Austin Deming. The rain still coming down. Here in Corvallis. They're expecting it to do so for the next couple of hours. Jerpy looks at first. They'll throw to first. Pintar back to the bag. So I was talking to someone today. They were like, oh, man, we've had some of the, the last four days. It's some, been some of the best weather we've had all year in the 60 degrees. And, of course, we show up, and it's been raining. <laughs> Same thing with uh, with Utah. It's been great the last few days. We're coming back in town, and it's supposed to be cold next weekend for our for our home series, our series. 1-1 one, one pitch to Deming. Ball two. The weather is a fickle thing, Tuck. You roll with the punches. Two balls, one strike to Deming. Jerpy delivers the 2-1. Foul back. Now 2-2 two and two to Dem. I just think it's everywhere we go, the bad stuff follows us. We were having, you know, a mild winter, and all of a sudden we head to Texas, and it's snowing in Texas. <laughs> Have to cancel a game. Well, not next week, but the week after, we go to St. George and then L.A. So, fingers crossed. It's going to be raining. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be prepared. Bring a raincoat. Two balls, two strikes, two out, and a runner at first. 2-2 two -two ball game. The 2-2 two -two pitch, Pintar on the move. The ball gets past Clonch all the way back, and it's going to be a first to it. third from Andrew Pintar. Yeah, he was moving on the pitch, so he had the base stolen. But when it got by Clonch, and, and he just didn't stop running. 
and I thought Clonch might try to throw it a third, but actually a smart move because the ball was sliding across the wet turf. If he tries to throw that, he might overthrow third and, and give up a run there. So now Deming's in a spot where it's a much-needed situation here where a single takes a lead. Yeah, the go-ahead run now at third base, and Clonch is now out on the mound and has a very quick word, honestly, maybe one or two words, and then he turns around and heads back Come on, to Dan. behind the plate. So three balls, two strikes, two outs, a runner at third base, Pintar representing the go-ahead run here in the top of the fifth. Jerpy with the payoff pitch, misses, ball four, and the home dugout wanted the strikeout, and they did not get it. Man, that is that is so close to take. Oh, Deming, that is so close to take. But he took it like no business. Like he thought it was a ball from the get-go. And Clonch didn't argue, so I think, I mean, looks like it was a ball. Josh Cowden will bat with runners on the corners and two outs. Well, he's already got a two-out RBI in the game. Let's add to it. Yeah, an RBI single in the third inning. In the infield, the catcher and the pitching coach are going to walk out onto the mound. Chef, I'm going to give you a heads up if you've never been. I don't think you've been to LMU for a baseball game, have you? I, I have been to LMU for soccer, so I've seen the stadium, but I have so not I'm been there. I'm just going to give you a heads up. Thursday and Friday, no matter what the temperature is during the day, mm -hmm. it gets so cold at night. Like, I'm talking really cold because you get the ocean breeze yes. that comes in the dense fog always hits at night and so thursday and friday games the night games bring a jacket so wearing shorts and a, yeah, and no. a won't be good would not be appropriate what you're wearing right now you probably need more <laughs> and so it's cold all right so when we get back then uh you and i head to the uh the team room <laughs> get some gear no you can head to the bookstore <laughs> <laughs> well played and that hurts <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh, here we go. Two outs, runners at first and third. And the first pitch to Cowden. Misses ball one. Cowden's able to battle with two strikes and get a little flare single over second to tie this game up. Now he's a chance to, to put us ahead here in the fifth. The 1-0 count to Cowden. Jerpy delivers. Good take. Misses. Ball two. And now I think Jerpy's getting a little frustrated. Oh, he is. Not getting the call. Hey, but he's been on that. He hasn't called that high pitch today. Size hit that pitch five or six times, and it's been balled. So I like that he's sticking with it as an umpire. 2-0 here. See if he can just be on time right here. Go ahead, run at third. Also a runner at first. Two outs. And the 2-0 pitch to Cowden. Strike one. Good take. That ball's outside and down for a borderline strike. I'm all for taking that pitch. Two balls and one strike. Top of the fifth inning from Corvallis. BYU two runs on five hits. The Beavers two runs on three hits. But a base hit would give the Cougars the lead. The pitch to Cowden. Ground ball chopped over horse. the head of the pitcher, and the ball is not going to find the glove. And the run scores from third, Pintar scoring, giving BYU the lead. It is now 3-2 Cougars on another RBI single from Josh Cowden. Yeah, the only chance they had right there was the, for the pitcher, Jerpy, to make that play. Once it got over his head with, with his speed, you knew he was going to beat that out. Just put a ball in play and good things happen. BYU leading 3-2, to two, and we're going to have a pitching change, a new pitcher for the Beavers. We'll take a break. It's 3-2 Cougars on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's Jason Shepard. The new pitcher, as the rain starts to become more intense, is number 25, Joey Munt. Munt. Has pitched two innings. He's given up two hits, no runs. Does have one walk that he's given up, struck out two. And so he comes in facing Jacob Rogers, the Cougar third baseman. BYU 
has just retaken the lead at 3-2 to two here in the top of the fifth. And here's where we got to get greedy here, Shep. Yep. Let's add on another one. Rodgers has his hit already in the day. There's two outs and runners at first and second. The first pitch to Rodgers misses ball one. Yeah, in the same spot, his last at-bat, he flew out to, to deep right. One ball, no strikes. Munt delivers the 1-0. Check swing, strike one. Well, you look at these numbers of the bullpen arms for the Beavers, and, and they have an elite bullpen. They've been really, really good this year. Munt, a sophomore from Houston, California. Never heard of Houston. Strike two. Come on, Two Rodgers. One ball, two strikes. That's two check swings in a row there. He's got to be ready to hit. You battle with two now. You've seen it. You've seen his fastball. Now you've seen his slider. Battle here. One ball, two strikes. Two outs. And two on. Munt with the one-two pitch high. Now two and two. Yeah, just hung on to that slider a little too, too hard that time. Backed it up high. Two-two count. Look, fastball, adjust off speed, and put a ball in play here. These are back-breaking tarp RBIs here if you can find a way. Raj, one for two. The pitch, and he can't hold up the swing. He'll swing and miss, strike three. But the Cougars take the lead. They lead 3-2, heading to the bottom of the fifth on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. Bottom of the fifth inning, Cougars leading number 20, Oregon State, 3-2. to two. BYU not only leads the game, they've doubled up the Beavers in hitting 6-3 in favor of the Cougars. Leading things off for Oregon State here in the bottom of the fifth is the second baseman, Ryan Ober. Facing Cy Nielsen, the Cougar starter. Pitch low from Cy, ball one. While we were away in break, looks like there's a defensive change. Looks like Cole Gamble came in for Sean Rimmer and went to center, and Mitch McIntyre moved from center to left. So Gamble's now in in center. The 1-0. Which this is our, our best defensive outfield right here. All guys that can throw, all guys that can run. Two balls, no strikes to Ryan Ober. The ball hit hard into center field. Gamble boy. comes in and immediately put to work. Makes a nice catch. That ball started to dive. Yes, it did. And he was able to make a great catch before it hit the ground. Ball always finds a replacement. Always does. But he's in there for a reason. He can really play defense. He's our best outfielder. Joe Casey will be the batter with the bases empty and one out. BYU with a 3-2 lead. Swing and a miss by Casey. Strike one. So Gamble will move into Rimmer's spot. Sixth in the order. The 0-1. This is low. 1-1 one one now to Casey. Yeah, because they uh, went to the right-handed reliever. Coach Decided to switch it around and put Gamble in there for, for defensive purposes first. Casey with a double already in this ball game and a hardy cut, which he misses for strike two. And Cy doing a nice job throwing strikes right now. Yeah, obviously so far his best start of the season, his third outing of the year, got himself in a little bit of trouble early that he was able to work out of and 
doing a great job of keeping us in this game. The one-two pitch. Nice Swing job. and a miss and a strikeout. Nice job. Just blew that by him. Another strikeout for BYU starting pitcher Cy Nielsen. That's number seven on the yeah. night. And that's what he can do. He's got the stuff to do it. Troy Clonch will be the batter here in the bottom of the fifth. Nielsen delivers. Ball one to Clonch. This is where the turf is so wet now that when a ball's hit on the ground, it just starts to skip. The 1-0. Ground ball up the middle. Deming, nice glove at second. Throw over to he first. On. And yep, Atchikar stretched. Yes, he did. And kept his foot on the bag for the third out of the inning. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. BYU leading 3-2 to two as we begin the top of the sixth from Corvallis. Cole Gamble. We'll get his first at-bat coming in as a defensive substitution in the bottom of the fifth. He'll lead off the top of the sixth. Cougars with a run in the top of the second, top of the third, and the go-ahead run in the top of the fifth. The Beavers, their two runs coming with one run each in the first and second inning. Joey Munt on the mound for Oregon State coming in relief of the starter, Connor Jerpy. And play about ready to to resume. The first pitch from Munt on its way. Swing and a miss, strike one to Cole Gamble. Well, Cole started his BYU career with a bang, right? The opening week. Literally. Yeah, I mean, exactly. The opening weekend, he hit two home runs. You know, and he's he had three hits in that opening series against Texas State and then has struggled since. He really has. And, and one thing he's starting to learn here, Shep, now that he's down 0-2 is that what? College, Division One pitching, they have scouting reports, right? you got to be able to make adjustments and adjust on the fly and battle. Falling behind 0-2. Munt delivers. Oh, boy. Fouled right into the BYU dugout. Everybody taking cover to get out of the yes. way of that one. Yes, they were. The count stays. No balls and two strikes. We'll get to some other scores from West Coast Conference teams in a moment. The 0-2 pitch misses, ball one. Earlier today, a final in 10, San Diego defeating UC San Diego 15-10. Stanford defeated San Francisco 3-2. And Portland, 2-0 winner over Gonzaga. Oh, wow. That's a non-conference game. Yeah. 1-2 pitch. Yeah, Gamble got a piece fouled There's off. a lot of that going on this year with COVID schedules and, and being able to find teams that can play. Like Utah's playing Arizona State this weekend. Next week, Oregon and Oregon State are playing. They don't count as conference games. They're non-conference, but you're playing, you know, conference opponents. The 1-2 pitch, swing and a miss, and Gamble swung at a high pitch from Munt for the first out of the inning. Well, BYU did that last year against Gonzaga to begin the season. It was a yeah. non-conference game in Arizona. Yeah, and those happen in those tournaments. You get those once in a while. You know, the year before that, um, we had, I think it was uh, Pepperdine played the Zags in that tournament. And, and so that happens. But uh, to play a series in a non-conference is kind of strange. Much you don't different. see that very often. Freddie Atchikar will bat with one out. Elsewhere in the West Coast Conference, a final in 11, Cal defeats St. Mary's 2-1. to one. And Pacific all over Cal State Bakersfield, 12-4, as Atchikar looks at ball one from Joey Munt. We mentioned uh, going to LMU in a couple weeks. Loyola Marymount tied with Washington 1-1 in the bottom of the ninth right now. The 1-0. Freddie, a high fly ball popped up on the infield, and it will get out of play and land one row into the seats. Man, I wish that fan would have caught it. <laughs> Look, we all can't catch one hop foul balls, yeah, okay? Not everyone's as lucky as you, Shep. 
But then when the real ones come your way, what do you do? You duck and dodge. Uh, it was a much different pitch. Strike two to Freddie Achikar. Was showing bunt, but took strike two. Well, third baseman Gretler was playing so far back. If he gets down the line, it's a hit. But if you're going to show it, you got to put it down, especially if it's a strike. Can't pull it back. Nobody on, one out. And a 1-2 count to Achikar. Munt delivers. And it misses. Now 2-2. Two and two. What does that say how tall Munt is? He looks like 6'7". Six, 6'4". Seven. Six, Six four, two hundred and twenty pounds, is what he's listed at. But you're right; he looks a little taller than six four. The two two pitch, strike three, and Freddie is the second out and the second strikeout of the inning from the reliever Joey Munt. Yeah, two not so great at bats back to back there with striking out looking and and gamble swinging at the. At a high fastball. Danny Jelilich, 0 for 2, two strikeouts. Looking for his first hit. Steps to the batter's box to face Munt. And the first pitch on its way. And Jelly showing bunt. Foul tips it. Strike one. Well, he's hitless on the year. The senior from Laverne, California. The pitch to Danny. Swing and a miss, and now Jelly falls behind 0-2. Yeah, good slider right there. It's all about battling here. Munt's come in and done a really good job. Power arm, power breaking ball. Got to be on time for fastball and make him throw that slider for a strike. Two outs and the 0-2 pitch. Fouled back, and the count stays 0-2. Bottom of the seventh inning, number eight, UCLA, leading Pepperdine 9-4. And bottom of the fifth, Santa Clara with a 1-0 lead over Sacramento State. Yeah, Pepperdine's had a tough schedule as well. Played some really good opponents. They were picked, obviously, to win the league. And they're right down with us in the bottom of the standings right now. The 0-2, strike three, looking. And that's three strikeouts for Danny. We'll head to the bottom of the six. Cougars leading 3-2 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's Jason Shepard. 79 pitches for the Cougar starter tonight, the lefty, Cy Nielsen, and he'll head back out for the bottom of the sixth. Cougars with a 3-2 lead here in Corvallis. Kyler McMahon... The right fielder will lead things off for the Beavers here in the bottom of the sixth. McMahon, 0 for 2. Right now hitting 324. And the first pitch from Cy. That ball hit high into shallow center. Gamble moving up, makes the catch. One pitch and one out here in the bottom of the sixth. The third baseman, Matthew Gretler, will hit with nobody on and one out. It's always huge to get that first out of the inning. Absolutely. Gretler officially 0 for 1. The first pitch to Gretler is way outside for ball one. Gretler with a walk in the second inning and then struck out looking in the fourth. The 1-0 from Cy, strike one, evens the count at one and one. So it seems like Cy's just getting stronger, Yes, right? It's getting better as it's gone on. He's loosened up, relaxed. He's done a fantastic job today. The 1-1 pitch, low, 2-1 and one now to Gretler. Gretler, obviously minimal at bats, but one of the, one of the few... Beaver hitters hitting under 200. Yeah, looks like we have another defensive change. Peyton Cole came in for uh, Rodgers and went to second base, and Demi went back to third. The 2-1 pitch, strike two. Two balls, two strikes now to Gretler. Coach is going all defense here, putting his best defense out there. The 
the 2-2 pitch. High and outside. A full count to Gretler. Oh, go at him right here. Make him, he's a batting a buck 67. Make him earn it right here, Cy. Full count to Gretler. Nielsen with the payoff pitch. Fouled off to the left, and we'll do it again. Boy, was that fouled off to the left. Yes, it was. Had a wicked slice to it. Yeah, slider that he was way out in front there. He literally hit that on the line over the third base dugout off a building. Come on, Cy. The 3-2 pitch once again misses away. Ball three, or excuse me, ball four. And a one-out walk to Matthew Gretler. Yeah, you can't walk that batter right there. Got a guy who's been struggling. Got to go right at him. So one on and one out. BYU with a one-run lead here at 3-2 to two in the bottom of the sixth. Because now you face their best hitter with a free runner on first in a one-run ball game. Timeout called. Valdez out to talk with Cy Nielsen. I can't see who's down there throwing. I can't tell who that is either. That's on be. the opposite side of where we are in left field. I think it might be Tyson Heating. Heaton. And we're going to have a call to the pin. That's going to be it for Cy Nielsen. We'll take a break. We'll have a pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. We'll let you know who's coming in next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. Our first BYU pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Coming in relief of today's starter, Cy Nielsen, is number 26, Carter Smith. Carter making his third appearance, coming in with an ERA of 2.84. He's pitched six and a third. He's given up seven hits, two runs, both earned, and has six strikeouts. Has not walked a batter thus far. Yeah, he started and threw five really good innings against Texas State and then uh, came in relief against Texas in that uh, game four win that we had against them. Cy Nielsen with a fantastic five and a third innings. That was exactly what we needed. Absolutely. And now it's Carter's turn to come in here and try to close the door. Yeah, 3-2 lead for the Cougars here in the bottom of the six. One out, one on. The first pitch, a ground ball up the middle and into center field from Andy Armstrong. So with one out, Oregon State has the tying run in scoring position and the go-ahead run at first. Well, Armstrong was ready for the fastball, 93 miles an hour, and he just hit it right back up the middle, just past the, the outreach of Pintar at short. But it's still first and second here. One out, double plays in order with you got a guy up who, you know, has been hit by a pitch and, and walked, walked in the game, and he's a guy that you can double up. So just get back to what you do best, Carter, right here. Garrett Forrester at the plate. Facing Carter Smith in relief of Cy Nielsen. Carter, his first pitch, swing and a miss by Forrester. And Carter's another one of those electric sophomores that we have, or COVID freshmen we could call them. Uh, up to 96 miles an hour, wipeout slider, good changeup. For him, it's about if he can get on top of his slider or not. Against Texas, he, he hung a few, and they, and they had some good swings on it. Smith delivers the 0-1, missing away, 1-1. One one. Forrester, as we mentioned, hit by a pitch and then walked, batting eighth in the lineup for Oregon State. It's your ground ball right here. One ball, one strike. The pitch yep. taken for strike two. I'll take a strike out, too. I mean, I'm not picky. I just like outs, Chip. Just get outs, especially when you have a lead. The Beavers with runners at first and second, trailing 3-2. And a 1-2 count to Forrester. Smith delivers outside, 2-2 two two now. 
Well, Shep, it temperature now says it feels like 38 degrees. It's been raining for over an hour. If I'm cold up here in the booth, in, in a with outdoor your booth, 16 layers, yeah. <laughs> two balls, two strikes. Yeah, there's no telling out with no protection at all how cold it feels. 2-2 two, two pitch. Check swing. Come on. That's a strike. That is a strike. They call it a ball. We're not going to even check. Three and two. That that certainly was something I, just, I thought they were going to appeal. Abe just gave the sign that it was outside. Okay. I'll trust Abe. Well, full count. Be curious if they run here. I doubt they do. You do not want to walk this batter for a second time. Smith with the payoff pitch, Got a swing boy. and a miss, and a big strikeout. Carter Smith's first. Yeah, 94 just blew it right by him. And a second out here in the bottom of the sixth. Boy, that was big. Jacob Melton, well, 0 for 2. He shows 0 for 2, but his last at bat, he hit a line drive right at the center fielder. Two outs, two on. A tying run at second base. You got uh, Peyton Cole at second base is playing shallow right field with the pull hitter up. Come on, Carter. The first pitch to Melton. Ball one. Abe not able to squeeze that into the glove and bounces away. One ball, no strikes to the number nine hitter, Jacob Melton. His current average is 412. The 1-0 pitch from Smith. Misses again, 2-0. Has missed high both times. That was a slider there. 2-0 count to this hitter right here. This hits dangerous. You've got to keep the ball down. It's a dead red fastball hitter. Two balls, no strikes, two outs, and two on. Bottom of the sixth, 3-2 Cougars. The pitch Good. in for strike one to Melton. Repeat right there. Come on, Carter. Get us out of this right here. Melton awaiting the 2-1 pitch from Carter Smith. The sophomore delivers low, three balls and one strike. Well, here we go. Another big spot, 3-1. Consecutive and fastballs a, he's thrown there. And a dangerous hitter in Preston Jones in the on-deck circle for the Beavers. Three balls and one strike. Carter delivers, ground ball. Up the middle, throw nice home, stop, though, home. by Peyton Cole. A nice, throw to nicely home done. Is the right play. That's a great play by Peyton. Nicely done. So the bases are loaded, but the run does not come in. So Preston Jones will bat with two outs, and the base is loaded. And that's where you talk about doing whatever it takes to save a run. You know, Peyton heads up play there. If he tries to throw to first, Melton beats that out. And then the runner from second also scores because the coach was going to send him on that. And then when Peyton didn't throw it to first, he had to shut him down. And Peyton did a good job of throwing a home to keep him there. So it's bases loaded. The pitching coach Michael Bradshaw and catcher Abe Valdez out to talk with Carter Smith as the rain begins to intensify here in Yeah, we're just going to go talk about exactly what they want to do with Jones and how they want to attack him, make sure that the signs are correct and that they're in a good spot here. Got to get ahead of this hitter. He's a good hitter, batting 333 on the year, 11 hits. Well, and in, in this game alone, he has a single, again, disputed, in the first yeah. inning, and then a sack fly RBI in the second. He did strike out in the fourth, his last plate appearance. Well, it kind of starts having a feeling of that Texas game where we had the one-run lead there, and every pitch mattered. This is what you play for, the excitement. It's me versus you. Here we go. 
Two outs and the base is loaded. The first pitch to Jones outside ball one. He's he's hanging on to his slider, doesn't want to hang it. And so every slider he's thrown, it's been wide, wide, wide. Freddie just said, hey, make sure you pause. He was kind of running through it real quick, didn't want to get a balk called. The 1-0. Ground ball that will get through up the middle. One run will score. Another run coming in. The throw not in time. And two runs score on an, a two-run single from Preston Jones. And it's now 4-3 Oregon State. Yeah, great piece of hitting there by Jones. Took a fastball and hit it right back up the middle. And again, who scores? The free walk, right? The walk ties it. Ah, frustrating. But a lot of baseball left. You still have to, you're only down a run. Just have to still bear down here and find a way to get out of this and give your team a chance. A two-out, two-run single from Preston Jones. And those are the hits that we've been talking about on both sides. When when It's a momentum thing, Shep. It's huge. We've had two out. We've had two of them. Cowden's had two two-out singles, right, to score two runs. Then they get the big two-out two single there, two RBI for Jones. Ryan Ober looking at ball one, and now the 1-0. Another ground ball up the middle. will get through into center. Another run will score from second base, and it's now 5-3 Beavers. And they're just hitting it right back up the middle. That ball wasn't hit very hard. It just was able to find a hole. That was Melton scoring from second base. 5-3 Beavers. They're now out hitting the Cougars 7-6. And we talk about it's all about that momentum and how two out hits are contagious, Shep. It's amazing when, when you start to get that, how offensively you start to relax because now you don't have the pressure. Jones got the big hit, so what does he do? Over comes in. I got no pressure. We already have the lead, and he gets another one. All three runs coming with two outs. First pitch to Casey. Well, and Carter right all now one. He's a one-pitch guy. He's got elite velocity, you know, up to 95, but he can't throw that slider right now for a strike, and so they're just sitting dead red on the fastball and just not trying to do too much, just hitting it right back up the middle. The 1-0 to Casey. Ground ball foul. Evens the count at 1-1. One one. Final stats now for Cy Nielsen, five and a third, three hits, three runs, all three earned, four walks, seven strikeouts in his start for BYU tonight. Casey with a 1-1 count facing Carter Smith. Smith delivers, fouled off to the left side, now to play. One ball, two strikes now to Joe Casey. The left fielder out of Corvallis, the redshirt junior from right here in town. The one-two pitch to Casey. This is high, two and two now. The finale of the three-game series tomorrow afternoon here from Goss Stadium, 1 o'clock local time, 2 p.m. Mountain. Tuck and I will have it for you here on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Come on, Carter, find a way out of this. The 2-2 pitch. Misses low and a full count to Casey. Yeah, they're just spitting on sliders right now. That one was low. He's just not able to throw that pitch. And he needs it. You have to be able to be able to throw multiple pitches when you're facing a good team like this. Casey one for three, currently hitting 317. Runners at first and second. The pitch to Casey, chopped foul. Count stays full, three and two. need to find a way out of this and keep this to just two, a two-run game. We've still got nine outs offensively to play with here. Game is not over. 
but you can't let this this inning get out of control, Shep. That's right. The Beavers with three here in the bottom of the sixth, and they now lead 5-3. Timeout called. The payoff pitch. Misses. Ball four. And the Beavers once again have the bases loaded. Yeah, tried to go to a slider there and missed outside. That'll bring in the catcher, number 17, Troy Clonch. But I don't believe he will be facing Carter Smith. Head coach Mike Littlewood out to take the ball from Carter. We'll take a break. We'll have another pitching change on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Another pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Number 19, Bryce Robison heading into the ball game for the BYU Cougars. Bryce's third appearance comes in with an ERA of 7.11, a win-loss record of 1-1. One one. He's pitched six and a third. He's given up ten hits, seven runs, five earned, four walks, and three strikeouts. Yeah, and his, his ERA is inflated a little bit over his Texas start that he had last Thursday. He, he struggled finding the zone and just couldn't get it going. Had a couple layers on himself, trying to pick guys off at first. Misplayed a bunt. He he just he really struggled that day. And had he taken that away, he'd have a you know sub two ERA. But Bryce is a guy that's fastball, changeup, slider, elite changeup. He's a guy that uh, is going to play a big role for us this year, and we need him to get a big out here. Facing Troy Clonch, the catcher, with two outs and the bases loaded. Robinson's first pitch, and he has Clonch popped up. Into right field. The catch is made. One pitch, one out, but not before the Beavers take the lead on three runs, all scoring with two outs in the bottom of the sixth. We'll head to the top of the seventh. BYU trailing 5-3 on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. <laughs> 